Hello and welcome to Season 6, Episode 5 of the Marketing Matters Podcast. I always say these season numbers, it's at the top of my sheet, so I'm just sort of guessing it's right, but I think I am right at the moment. Um, So yeah, Season 6, Episode 5 of the Marketing Matters Podcast, and I would like to first of all welcome David. So hello, David. Hi there. Is that it? That's it. (laughs) Um, And as as usual, we're sat here at uh, Glossop Gasworks on a... Yeah, a very pleasant spring day and looking forward to a bank holiday or Easter weekend, which I believe is the, the forecast is, is fairly good. So, yeah, uh, yeah, I think it's not much rain, but then there seems to be in these past few days, it's never actually forecast rain. It's just rain's falling out the sky. <laughs> well, that's glossing for you. <laughs> True. But anyway, today we're, we're continuing our season, our series on um, the sort of tools we use. And we're going to look at telecoms and the fact that over the uh, actually as we'll come to in a minute our, our timing was pretty good on this recently we moved to uh, a VoIP system an IP phone system from uh, we say a, recently it was as will become significant well, later two and a half years two and ago. a half years ago yeah but and, and we've been sort of resisting this move for a long time having had a, a perfectly good and serviceable traditional telephone system but we as david said we, we moved a couple of years ago and and it, we have seen some significant benefits and one of the the key things about the time we moved we actually moved in it was december 2019 and as as we'll come on to later some of the real benefits we've come to were very useful when it came to march 2020 and uh, we won't go into what happened in march 2020 because i think everybody knows but david what do you see as the real benefits we've seen from moving over to this system well I, I think that the driver well i think it was a, a combination of things first of all the existing phone system we had was getting a bit long in the tooth but perhaps more well, so sign- we had to keep buying bits on ebay whenever they uh, they yeah. broke <laughs> yeah and i mean it was it, it had served us very well and i think we've been very pleased with it but i think we as as people will know that we're keen on on the idea of being able to work flexibly and we were starting to see as uh, i think We'd experienced VoIP systems with people ringing us over previous years. And I think the fundamental issue was that the internet connectivity just wasn't really up to driving it. A lot of these things, you get early adopters who are very keen on the tech, but but it's more about having the tech than it actually really it delivering on real benefit for people. And and we'd always res- resisted VoIP because we we always knew when somebody on a VoIP system was ringing because the, the phone line kept, there were pops and the phone line kept dropping out and it just wasn't quite right somehow. But the, we felt the time had come and uh, the, the internet speeds, the sort of bog standard speeds that people got were were getting faster and obviously we were in need and so the the opportunity came up and I think I think we and we also had a, a client recommended this we particular did. system yes. to yes, us because uh, actually as, as perhaps Duncan will will talk more about but because uh, we went for a what is ostensibly a uh, an open source system that in principle, you can have for nothing. Yeah, in fact, I, I trialled it out by downloading the software and sticking it on a Raspberry Pi, a little sort of £35 computer, and it worked. You know, I mean, I should stress, we don't, that's not the system we're using now. But yeah, it is. It's, the system we're using is a thing called 3CX, which is an open source software that will run on any, any standard PC. Because I think the thing that's really changed with telecoms over the last 10 years is it's, it's moved from running telecoms on a system that's designed for voice 
and all of your foot lines coming into it were designed for and sort of the data was sort of built on the back of those and all your, your broadband and things was on the back of, of voice lines and it was getting to the point where actually voice was one of the minor things you were using these lines for but they were all built on that and over the last few years that's changed significantly in fact last week I think we switched our last line into the building from being a, a voice-based system with data on it to a database system so we actually have no sort of plain old telephone system lines running into the building anymore and that was the big thing that I can't remember I'm not really sure what point I was making there but I think the point was that now David said about systems have moved on and now whereas it was data running over what are ostensibly voice lines now the lines coming to the building are very much data so having a phone system that is built on a, a data system seems appropriate and so now basically a telephone system which might have been a very bespoke piece of hardware generally very expensive that you would be buying on lease over a number of years now as I say it's effectively the system we have now is a an open source, so free, even the professional is, is only a few hundred pounds a year for the licenses running on a, a very low spec PC. So actually... In fact, doesn't ours run on a... It's, we haven't even got the PC. No, it is. It, ours is actually running on a Google Cloud server somewhere in... I don't know where it is. In Google Land. In Google Land. But yeah, it is. So the hardware, basically, whereas it was really important and very expensive, now the hardware is relatively insignificant. The software has become the more... And it's about how you manage that software that becomes the more important thing. I also think we've got to stress that we didn't do it as a technical exercise, no. that our the whole way we're taking the business is, is we want to be able to operate flexibly. We don't want to be tied to one location. And the, in some senses, the, the phone system was probably one of the last vestiges because as we move to... It, you get a lot more cloud software, you get cloud storage for your files and what have you that you can access them from anywhere but the fact was if somebody rang our, our business phone line the phones rang here and yeah okay you can you can set up forwarding and what have you but we didn't really want to have to do it like that we just wanted it to be ubiquitous and and we wanted a system that would follow us wherever we were rather than us having to remember to do something and I think that was probably one of the biggest drivers that uh, that we were able to say well you could, when somebody rings I can have it that my phone on my desk rings I can have it that an app on my mobile ring so it's not ringing my mobile number it's it's still ringing the same phone uh, our, our 01457 phone number but it happens to ring on my um on my on an app on my, on my mobile and then as you were saying that the, the the timing was was pretty good in that we just probably ironed the wrinkles out of this system mm. and got it working pretty well over the first few months we had it and then and then march 20 came along and and lockdown suddenly landed us but we were able to very quickly just by buying a couple of handset ip handsets plug them into our to home networks and suddenly we had an it wasn't just another extension on the system but another phone on my own extension yeah. so the same extension i had on my desk at the office i could have a phone on my desk at home ringing the same way yeah i mean if I, I remember vividly in a day in march when i was walking up glossop high street with a computer monitor under one arm and a telephone under the other arm basically moving my desk from here to home and as you say i just plugged the phone in at uh, at home and anybody who rang our office number rather than it ringing here it rang at home so it was and, and the and, slightly bizarre thing was you, as you said you plugged it in and it worked yeah absolutely and and I think 
it is this the big different the big advantage we've seen is this as you say now I have a system we have a system where it rings on my desk at home so whether I'm ringing whether I'm sat uh, here or at home it makes no difference from the point and, of view and when of, you're out and about yeah. it can it can ring on your mobile and it's just a one touch whether you it does that or doesn't do yeah. that so if it's evenings and weekends it doesn't yeah exactly and it and for us particularly i think being able to get in touch with us on on the phone is important for our clients and so that was something that we need to make sure we were available and historically that meant being available meant being sat in a desk in the office now it doesn't we can be anywhere as long as we are sort of mentally available and and uh, we can be but as, as david said you can switch it off so you are still in control so that was one of the big advantages i think the other the other advantage is that it shifts it from being historically you had your voice system and then you had all your data systems and they were separate now because they're they're sort of being brought together they integrate and you know i mentioned that the system we use 3cx we predominantly use the the voice element of it but there are also elements built into it there is video meetings say you like of zoom or teams or whatever they have functionality built into it for that you can have chat so yeah your sort of your WhatsApp type chat and also chat on you can you can integrate it with your website so you can have um, chat built into your website on the back of uh, the same system so you are then integrating you can have click to call uh, buttons on your website that link into it so the, the fact is that all of your communications can be built in and, and and linked together which gives you much more flexibility when it comes to giving your your clients opportunities to to talk to you yeah. and I, I think also it, it's fair to say that a lot of these services and opportunities I think you touched on this earlier, have been available for many years, but because they were all built into proprietary systems, they were beyond the reach of certainly most small businesses because they were just so incredibly expensive to implement. And and if it's something you're only using, you know, a handful of times a year, it's just not worth having that huge investment sitting there that you're not getting real benefit out of. Whereas now it's much more realistic that if you, I mean, I, I had a situation and another example of how it works is that the, the voicemail system will automatically send an email with the voicemail attached to it as a, as a sound file. That sort of technology, I've probably in the three years we've had the, or two and a half years we've had the system up and running, I've probably used that three or four times but I had I had a message come through earlier earlier this week, and it was a, a valuable inquiry. Mm. And so it's not the case of that I've missed it because I'm not prepared to pay through the nose for something I use irregularly. It's just there. It's part mm. of the package, and the benefit is there for all to mm. see. I think it's interesting you mentioned about voicemail there because one of the things when we we switched over to this, we actually ditched our we had a, a sort of remote phone answering service that would pick up if there was nobody here you get a real person and we ditched that but actually we've now gone back to that on the basis that we still believe that the personal touch is is more important and and actually having somebody who a, a real person who answers the phone even when we're not around is valuable so it, it's about using horses for courses yes you can now do all the voice hand uh, sort of handling of when you calls when you're not there and voicemail and things are still available but they're not always it's not always appropriate it's about what we always say it's about using the tools appropriately for your business yeah it's 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 not about technology for the sake of technology it's if it delivers benefit in the real world that's i think what we're always looking for and i think one of the other things to say is i mean we've been talking about the system we use 3cx but actually now there are most 
the sort of VoIP phone systems will offer this functionality. And it's about what's best for, for your business, what's most appropriate. And the other thing I would say, and there's something we'll come back to next time when we're talking about sort of using partners for this thing. Yes, we could have done it all ourselves. We could have gone and downloaded the software and stuck it onto a, a Raspberry Pi and, or a, a computer and put it under a desk here and, and run that way and just been totally... And it would, have, it, would have saved us some, it would have saved us some money. But in the end, we went to our telecoms provider, who I must admit at the beginning, we had to convince him that this was a good way to go. But he would now agree, I think he did, it was. And we said to him, yes, can you provide us with a system based on um, this that, that gives us what we want. So he did a lot of the, the technical hand-holding and we still have a contract with him that if we have any issues with it, we can sort of call him and, and get support. So it's about, yes, I think we may have saved a bit, a bit of cash doing it this way, but it's actually, we've got a system that we're in control the, of. The value we're getting is much greater. The value we're getting is, is greater. We're in control of it, but we have the support there if we need it, that if, if it all goes wrong, we, we, you know, it's not just on us to fix it. And I think that's, that's, that's a really good, good solution I for think, us. Yeah, I think one other thing that we perhaps should just point out, that because I think it is a way, it is something that can catch some people out, that there are more and more people offering these kind of plug-and-play systems, mm. but... There are quite a number of people who, when they're selling them, they sell them on a per handset system. You mm. get people, we get people ring us up, how many handsets have you got? Mm. And it's all based on so much per handset per month, which isn't necessarily a, a good way of thinking. If you, as we were describing our situation, between the two of us, we effectively have six handsets. Mm. We've got one each here, one each at home, and a mobile handset. And if you're on a per handset model, that gets really expensive. And so you would end up saying, well, I'll just manage with one handset to keep the cost down, whereas you're losing a lot of the benefit if that's the way you're doing it. So, and clearly there are opportunities. Yes, you've got a little bit, not a huge amount, but you've got a bit of capital cost because you've got to pay for the kit rather than it all being wrapped into a a rental deal. Mm. But be aware that you look at the bigger picture yeah. and to decide what's right for you. Yeah, because, I mean, the building here, the Gasworks, is a good example in that per handset per user, there are probably 20 or 30 handsets, uh, 20 or 30 users, extensions, whatever you want to call it in here. And when we first started looking at it, people were saying, oh, well, that's 20, you need 20 or 30 lines or licenses or whatever. But actually, the system we now have, we have the 20 or 30 licenses. We have, I think four or eight lines so we can still have sort of multiple calls working at once but you're that you've broken that per user licensing um well it's not even as i say it's not even per user it's per node licensing which where it can be convenient to have multiple nodes for one person yeah so that was one of the things that sold this system to us was was this idea of being able to it was really flexible and gave us the opportunity to use the tool to to our our business advantage and as I say I think the having the support of of our telecoms guy to fill in the bits we weren't sure about was was very helpful and as I say we'll we'll go on to that when we talk next time about how it's good to have sometimes good to have partners even if you if you want to use a particular tool having partners who know that tool better but as I say we'll we're sort of moving on to next time but I think we will start to to wrap it up now and I think we'll just we'll just finish by talking about I mean, well, I suppose one of the things we've talked lots about the advantages. Do you think there've been any disadvantages in in the way we we do it? Um, 
well, I think as with anything, there was a bit of a learning curve in understanding how the system worked because notwithstanding having having this sort of external technical support, we did need to get our heads around a little bit mm. to, to get real advan- real benefit. Understanding the the interface that you can log onto your computer and have a look at was was definitely helpful. I wouldn't have liked to maybe this is just me, but I wouldn't like to have been one hundred percent reliant on somebody outside. Hmm. But I'm I'm trying to think. I I think, yeah, there was. I think the the other one is the fact that traditionally telephone lines were bulletproof, and though increasingly because you were using there was hardware here that if the power went down, the phones went down. Typically telephone lines didn't go down whereas now because it's all going through data if you have any issues with any of your network infrastructure or you have an issue with your broadband connection it goes down then your phone lines go down and that it could be even you know sometimes if you if there's an issue with your broadband connection it goes down for 30 seconds normally if you're on a computer that's not a big issue if you're in the middle of a phone call it is, it, yeah, and I think so. That's, I mean, that's been a minor issue, but definitely the the uh, the benefits have significantly outweighed the. Uh, I, I think it has just become the norm, and I can't yeah. say even when we've had those those dropout issues, I can't say I want to throw it away and go oh, back absolutely to it. not. You know, no, it's not. no, I definitely it was a good move. Right. Well, I think that probably uh, and. Uh, covers it for the sort of telecom side i think next time as i say we're going to talk a little we're going to wrap up this this series talking a little bit about when it's maybe best not to do it yourself and maybe sometimes the best tool is having a a good partner who can work with you to to achieve what you want to achieve but that's next time in the meantime if you want to um to hear any of our other podcasts you'll find them at podcast.bsamarketing.com you will find our blogs at uh, bsamarketing.com you'll also find us on social media particularly twitter and linkedin at bsa marketing so until next time we will say goodbye enjoy the the well the sunshine that we seem to be getting at the moment hopefully you're getting it there and we'll see you next time so bye for now and happy marketing. Oh, yes, I, I'm starting to forget the finishing lines, so and I'm glad David doesn't. Anyway, bye for now. Bye.